All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the LLNP podcast. This is Mike, and we have Robert with us as well. What's going on, Mike? Thanks for being with us, and we're excited to be here. We have some exciting topics to chat about. We're coming fresh off the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, we're both pretty stuffed with pie and turkey and whatnot, um, but we're still we're still happy to be here and and take a look at what's going on. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at LLNP Podcast, and you can see what we're up to. Wow, good job, Mike! You remembered it this one time. I'm so I'm so proud of you. <laughs> But I'm going to make you do the website today, too. I oh, know man. that's usually I'm, me now, but I'm going to make you do it. First first of all, I think this is the second time I've got the Twitter handle. So credit where credit is due, right? It might be the third by now. Probably. At least the third. So I think I'm, I'm making progress. And all right. So for our website, it is LLNP.com. No, Mike. Damn it. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> Jesus, I don't know how, what I'm going to do with you. I really don't. It's LLPpodcast.com. It's it's so the most close. simple thing you could have possibly <laughs> chosen. LLPpodcast.com. Very, very simple. LLPpodcast.com is where you can visit us on our very own website, our very own slice of the World Wide Web. And, um, yeah, you can check out our podcast episodes there or find us on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. That's right. You can actually search for us. By just typing in on your search bar, life, liberty, and we're actually the first uh, first thing that comes up there. So life, liberty, click our little American flag, and then you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Yeah, definitely subscribe. You'll get all of our episodes flawlessly. So now that we've gotten that out of the, out of the way, Robert... Can we queue up our advertiser for this uh, for this uh, episode here? Who do, who do we who are we, who's sponsoring us for this episode? I don't know. Are you getting money and I'm not? Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not getting a single cent out of this. That's right. That was a trick question, listeners. We're still uh, we're still sponsor free, so no need to worry. Commercial free broadcast here. Um, but if you if you do want us to advertise, I think we're probably open to it. Yeah, it wasn't intended that way, but it's happened so far. All right. So, hey, what are we going to chat about today? Well, I, I think we're going to try to cover at least a couple of topics. Um, but the, the first thing I wanted, we want to talk about anyway is the, the, this recount situation that's going on um, after the fact, it being, what, two weeks? Sorry, three weeks after the yeah. election already. Time um, is flying by. You know, with the Hillary concession and now who is this? moron that is bringing up this recount mike uh miss uh miss stein who had what was it less than one percent of the vote oh well i mean it seems like she might win All i know do is recount. I, can, I can really see why she has a lot of skin in this game yeah i don't i don't understand it um but hey it's i guess it's her right as a candidate i don't know how it shouldn't be it shouldn't be allowed unless you have at least i don't know 40 percent of the vote i would think wouldn't you yeah, at least, it, you know, you would think at least if it was halfway close anyways. And we're seeing we're seeing a lot of, uh, I think, a little bit of, well, a lot of back and forth between the Clinton campaign with, you know, they're on board, they're not on board, uh, they think it's a good idea, then they're not quite sure. Um, so I just really value, you know, Hillary Clinton's commitment to that peaceful transition of power that she is so fond of. Well, is she? <laughs> is she fond of it or is she thinking that maybe she can actually retake the White House now 
and uh, go ahead and take over from Barrick. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of interesting how this is playing out, especially some of the, especially the non-committal and, and back and forth attitude we're seeing from the the Clinton campaign. Um, just because they're kind of, it's we're really seeing it play out in front of us. The whole, you know, is this good for me or is this not good for me? Do I think I can, you know, make something happen with this or? Is it really just a pipe dream? Um, you know, and it's really kind of just playing out in front of everyone, which is kind of interesting. Well, so I read something this weekend um, that, you know, Clinton, obviously she's supporting this recount at this point, right? But the White House is not. I don't know if you read that or not, but the White it House did. is That's saying— an interesting, That's an interesting point you bring up. Yeah, that they've declared the results as the will of the American people. That's a direct quote is the will of the American people. Yet, we still have at least two bozos <laughs> that have decided to go ahead and try to get us to recount a couple of states, maybe on the on the off chance that Hillary might win an extra 20,000 votes and secure no more electoral votes. Yeah, well, I can really see why that's a big deal with her, you know, for her 2 million, lead, two million vote lead with the popular vote anyways, so... You know, what's another 20,000 in there? That's that's good for business. Right, right. You know, and the Electoral <laughs> College is obviously there, so the big states that have a lot of electoral votes and a lot of population, like Texas, California, New York, they can't steal elections. I mean, that's what it's for. So it actually gives middle America a voice, you know, and she's trying to take that voice away, her and Jill Stein both. So do you think she's, uh, she's uh, an advocate of those people? Yeah, I mean, just truly, truly an interesting development. It it just kind of seems like this is the campaign that's never going to go away. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure uh, Hillary will still be, you know, popping up from time to time and and chiming in all the way through the Trump presidency. It well, seems like. So you know, actually, just to segue real quick, and then we can go right back. You know what? Trump actually is going to offer her a position. Did you hear that? I I did not hear that. All right. Blow, blow my mind here, Robert. Blow all of our minds here. He's going to offer her the ambassadorship to Libya. <laughs> In an ironic turn of events, Hillary Clinton is named the ambassador to Libya. Nah, tell just <laughs> don't tell me like this was just you like scribbling away in, in the pre-podcast hours, coming up with like a, a a real zinger for us. Yeah, it was, but I'm really surprised at how good Donald Trump is at that kind of stuff, and he didn't even think of that. I mean, that would have been one of my campaign promises. You know, I'll make Hillary an ambassador to Libya. You know, <laughs> something something where we can still have her in power of some kind, but just kind of reap what she sowed over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that would have been, that would have been awfully difficult with, her, with his other campaign promises of Hillary being locked in prison and building that wall. So, Well, she could have been in jail in Benghazi. <laughs> That's true. I mean, she could go to jail somewhere else. It wouldn't have to be in the States. You know what? That probably would have been the only way Trump would have, uh, you know, clinched a few more electoral votes is if he <laughs> would have promised to imprison Hillary in Libya. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad, though. That would have been bad. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be in Libya anyway, much less in prison, you know? It's kind of a one big prison as a country. So I don't know. I've never been. I haven't either, but I mean, I did watch 13 hours, so I kind of feel like I know what I'm talking about a little bit. So I only saw about half of that, that movie. I didn't, I actually watched it on a plane um, coming back from, I don't even know where, but I only watched about half of it and then we landed. 
That's a shame. He should have he should have uh, phoned up to the cockpit and asked him to take a few more spins around the city before uh, before yeah. wheeling in for a landing. No, we were probably down. we were probably already two hours late. It was American Airlines after all, so we were delayed anyway. Uh, American Airlines, they uh, they break guitars. So do they? Do they break your guitar? No, uh, no, I I haven't flown very much with mine. Uh, no one wants to hear me play it where I'm at, let alone wherever I'm going. So, <laughs> oh come on now, Mike, don't lie to me. I'd never lie to you, Robert. Yeah, you would. Surprisingly, <laughs> you know they haven't they haven't actually broken any of my golf clubs when I travel with those. Yeah, they're intact. You have, you, have, you probably have like some pretty mean travel cases though for those bad boys, huh? No, it's soft. If it's a soft case, and you know, I mean, it, if they throw it, it can break them, but. Never have so far, knock on wood. <laughs> so anyway, but back to the recount. We're kind of getting a little little off topic here. So on top of all that other BS that's going on with Jill Stein and Hillary, now Trump is still stuck on all of the voter fraud that's going on. Even though he won, and he's, he's not going to lose the presidency, but he's still saying that millions of people illegally voted for Hillary. Yeah, I would... <laughs> It seems as if one who is uh, facing a, a, a recount in three key states for his uh, big win might, you know, tone down that rhetoric momentarily <laughs> anyways, you would think. You'd think so. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, that boomerang comes all the way back around. So. <laughs> well, the good news is it's going to get caught in his hair so it won't hit anybody else after him. That mop of whatever the hell he's got on the top of his head. Some sort of dead animal. It's gonna it's gonna look good though, like in the presidential paintings and whatnot once once we have that hanging up there on oh, the walls. God, I forgot about that. They're gonna have yeah. to Oh my god, he's gonna have a gold frame. <laughs> well, I'm I'm pretty sure Trump's gonna end up on the billion dollar bill too, so you know, it'll be be preserved. <laughs> he probably will, and that's the sad thing about it. To the future. It's like the good thing about the billion dollar bill. <laughs> so you only have to print ten of them. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, let me put it this way. Um, I've got all 10. I could have 14, but I got 10. You, you kind of sound more like a Simpsons character there than anything. I don't know what it is, but it wasn't Donald Trump. We'll put it that way. You know what? I've, I've, only, been, I've only been paying attention to Donald Trump for probably the past 12 months, so I've got four more years to kind of get a better handle of it. I'm not saying it's going to be any better. I just got four more years to really kind of dial in on that, so... Well, yeah, you might only have four. You might not even have eight. So think about that for a second. I've, I've already thought about that. I had 100%. I, wow. So as surprised as I was that he won in the first place, I will be doubly surprised if he ends up in that office for eight years. So, Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't think that's a possibility. No. No, that's when we're going to try to rot him back out. So have her go head-to-head against Michelle. It's going to be a real knockdown. I'm going to... I don't even know. I'm going to run out of popcorn for that for that season. So that will be really interesting because you know Michelle Obama is going to run. She probably won't run in, in four years because there'll be an incumbent president and they don't want to waste her for that. I would assume they'd probably run Hillary again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, I think they'll run Michelle in eight years. That's for damn sure, and she'll can, probably win. Can you could you imagine what that? Let's like fast forward four years and Rodham comes back out to start running. Do you, I feel like Trump would run again just because? <laughs> I well, I would hope to hell that he's going to run again. I mean, he's the incumbent president. How old is that man, though? 70, I think, right? 70, 71? 
I was gonna say I thought he was I thought he was just a couple of years of past seventy, but yeah. Could you dude, I don't know what I'm gonna be doing at seventy, but I'm gonna be in the ground. I kinda I kinda don't really want the prospect of eight years of running a country. Yeah, well, don't worry, you're never gonna have that responsibility, so don't worry about it. Never say never, Robert. No, you're smart enough not to run for office. That's true. So. I have way too many skeletons in my closet. <laughs> Do you? I don't know, probably. Well, let's get those out right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're on sure. the podcast. Come on. Right. Yeah, this is this is definitely the, the the time and place for that. So. Mhm. Yeah, what are you what are you drinking? Uh water with lime wedges. Oh, man. I I, I thought about you the other day cuz I saw a Lone Star beer ad. Cuz the <laughs> last time we were on one of these things, you were drinking one of those and you were just kind of like that was the that was the last person I ever heard of who drank a Lone Star. So yeah, I hadn't I haven't seen them in forever. I didn't even know they were still in existence. That's because they're putting camo on the cans and they're hard to see. Robert, are they? Oh man, you know you're going through the grocery aisle. You're looking for a a light beer that doesn't really taste like anything but water, but it's carbonated. It's more like seltzer water, and you're looking for it, but you can't find it because it's camouflaged. So wow, it's tough to see. Well, that's fun. It's fun because it's kind of like, where's Waldo? And at the end, instead of just seeing some skinny dude in some red and white outfit, you get some beers at the end of it. So it's not a bad game. Well, I I guess not. (laughs) I guess not. So, well, you want to keep talking about the recount? You want to go on to something else? I don't really know what else I, what more I can say about the recount at this point. I mean, I don't, I've, we've touched on the hypocrisy a little bit of Clinton even lending any modicum of support to that. Uh, I know Donald Trump's come out and, you know, reminded everyone of that. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what else there is to say. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Definitely seems like a waste of time, money, taxpayer dollars, and civil servants. So, yeah, it's a big waste of time all the yeah, way around. You for know. sure. So, all right, so who do we have? What advertiser or sponsor do we have leading us into the next segment here? We don't have any. Still nothing? <laughs> Still nothing. Can you believe? We have nothing. I was really thinking things were going to change in the in the past 15 minutes. Well, so. maybe we'll get sponsored by Lone Star after that plug there. <laughs> yeah, oh. that was unsolicited, yeah. You know? Or maybe just some free beer. <laughs> well, I don't want free beer. I'd rather cash. Well, maybe we'll get some cash for you and and some free beer for the podcast. I mean, because I would like cash too, but the well, podcast likes beer, so. Well, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I mean, we're gonna have to have beer, I guess, when we offer it to guests and and crap. So maybe we should have some Lone Star ready for them. That's right, and some Diet Dr Pepper too. Especially so. those non-Texans, you know, just so they can get a taste of Texas while they're here. That's right, Diet Dr Pepper and Lone Star Light. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Barbecue. Um, I could go on. Great country music. I mean, you know, George Strait, obviously. Perfect. I was going to say, George Strait's working on our theme song, isn't he? Right? His people got in touch with our people, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so, but it'd be kind of fun. I thought that's what you were for, though, Mike. You had a guitar out earlier. It's uh, It's been hidden away again. So. Oh, boo. The, li- the listeners are safe. Well, we're not going to appoint you to our jingle man, then. That sounded really weird, Jingle Man. <laughs> I don't want to say that again. That sounds like that sounds like the guy like parents warn their kids about during the holiday season. Like, okay, we're gonna go see Santa, but watch out for the Jingle Man. The Jingle Man's in the white panel van with the candy. <laughs> yeah, stay the hell away from him. Don't uh, go see the Jingle. Jesus. 
So let's uh let's talk about appointments. What do you um, think about I'm, that? My my week is looking pretty clear. So I mean, I got work, but other than that, you know, I'm, I'm my schedule is pretty open right now. That's not what I meant, <laughs> and you know it. I meant Trump's appointments. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed or not, but Rudy Giuliani's on the list for absolutely everything. I was gonna say, as far as I knew, like he was the Trump cabinet right now. He's going to be at least one thing. We know that. But he's on the list, I swear to God, for everything. Whether, well, it's obviously not the uh, attorney general anymore since it's already been offered to Jeff Sessions. But And that's, of course, if he gets a, a, you know confirmed by the Senate. But he's on the director of national intelligence list. He's on the, CIA, I think, a CIA director list, secretary of homeland security list. I mean, does does he just get to say, I want to be on the list? <laughs> Or is Trump saying, well, maybe we ought to put him in this. We can't really find a, a spot for Crazy Rudy, so maybe we're going to put it here instead. He's just going to be what the last a, appointment. What about my good buddy Rudy? Do we have him on anything yet? Are you doing Are you doing the uh, freaking Mo from The Simpsons right there? No, the bartender? That was, that was Trump. That's Mo, right? The bartender? That's my, that's my The Donald. That wasn't, a, that wasn't The Donald. No, sir. Right. Not even close. All right. All right. Oh, wow, man. That's terrible. <laughs> I apologize to all of our listeners out there who just heard that. What the f- is going on here? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'll only I'll only try like three or four times per episode, so I'll limit, I'll limit it. How about once or twice a year? Yeah, once or twice a year, three to four times an episode. That makes sense. Boo. Boo. So, yeah, so we got Giuliani on everything. What is happening with our man from New Jersey, Chris Christie? Has he been kind of, uh, you know, shuffled off the stage at this point? I think he has. I think Trump uh, pretty much told him to, you know, pack sand and get out of there. You know, it, it was it's kind of crappy. I mean, he was the only guy that was with him at the very um, beginning. Yeah, from day one, he uh, jumped on the Trump bandwagon pretty quick. He may have beaten Ann Coulter there. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't do that, I don't think. Um, <laughs> it was you know, close, but anyways. I mean, as soon as, what, he was only in the race. How long was he in the race, even? A couple of months before he dropped he, down? He made it, well, if you remember, Robert, I think there were about 37 debates during that during that first portion there. And I think he made made it through about 19 before. I don't remember 30. Uh, I know it seemed that long. I don't Definitely think there were 30, though. I That's don't think there were my, 30. My body remembers it as 37 debates. Well, I don't know. There were definitely I, 37 candidates. I remember the debates kind of like I remember the World Cup. Just a bunch of people on a world stage screaming and yelling and, well, not any fist fights, but a lot of flag waving. Well, you get but, my gist. You know, but you obviously knew guys like Ben Carson, Mike Huckabee, Rick Perry, you know, Carly Fiorino. You know, they didn't have a shot in hell. I forgot. I forgot. Did he start out again this year? Yeah. He did, didn't he? Yeah. He he didn't make it to any of the debates, though. No, he, he, he did. He dropped out before. He did. Did he? Yeah, I think he was... Um, it must have been, like, one of the first seven debates. I think he was in the, f- the second one, maybe? The second huh. one, because I'm pretty sure that he... He and Fiorina, I think, went up to the primetime debate, and then I think Christy and somebody else moved down, you know? And then, of course, you know, Bobby Jindal, too, that that guy. <laughs> God, a whole bunch of worthless people that ran for president this year. 
do you think we're going to see as many candidates again for the Republican field? Yes. Really? You think it's going to kind of, you think that's like the new normal? It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, they won that way. I mean, why, why would you want to mess that up? You have three or four candidates. You lose the election twice in a row. All of a sudden, you have thir- well, 3,000 candidates. And guess what? You win. You have to pick I don't a litter. know about all that. That was, uh... I mean, did you see who the Democrats ran against Hillary? <laughs> you know, Jim we Webb, Bur- Martin O'Malley, friggin' Bernie. Uncle, yeah, I was going to say Uncle Bernie, but it was more like Grandpa Bernie, <laughs> you know? And then um, who was the guy? Oh, he was nuts. He was just as nuts as um, as Jill Stein. From your from your old neck of the woods, too, up in Rhode Island, I think. Oh, yeah. Lincoln I Chafee. About, but I can't remember his name now. Lincoln Chafee was his name. There you go, Chafee. Yeah, he was worthless, too. You know, so they only started with really four worthless candidates and one that you knew was going to win. <laughs> we started with 30-something, and we had no idea who was going to win. We just knew it wasn't going to be Trump. <laughs> little did we know oops <laughs> not only does he win the nomination but he wins the presidency up until the recount of course do you think future elections are going to be as i don't know as confrontational do you think like the trump style of campaign is going to happen again it depends on who's running i mean because he literally beat down any series like beat down with a vengeance any serious contender to him from the Republican field. Um, I mean, <laughs> we could literally run a show, uh, like a highlight reel of his uh, his comebacks and attacks on all of those, on, on, on all of those guys from the low-energy Jeb and well, little Marco. And- yeah, it was the nicknames. The nicknames were hilarious. It was the first candidate in the history of ever <laughs> who came up with all of these fantastic nicknames. Fantastic. You know? Fantastic. But, but it, Jesus. <laughs> but you know what, though? They stuck. They stuck. Yeah. Crooked Hillary stuck. You know, obviously Lion Ted and Little Marco and Sleepy Ben. They all worked. <laughs> Forgot about Sleepy Ben. Sleepy Ben. Well, yeah. And then, of course, he called him a pedophile. <laughs> that didn't help either. You know, poor Ben Carson. He just ben, wanted to sleep. Ben Carson, he showed so much promise, like, the f- like right at the very beginning. And then it was just like the... St- deepest downward slide for him well yeah because he started actually talking like people gave him a platform to talk (laughs) after the first debate he did incredibly well i forget he gained like a hundred and something thousand twitter followers overnight oh yeah you know and then people started listening to what he had to say and go well you know he's a doctor he's smart and everything but jesus i don't want to run the government for this reason or this reason or this reason and unfortunately for him, those reasons outweighed the promise. Yeah. You know? It was unfortunate. So speaking of Carson, he he had said that he doesn't want any place in the Trump administration at this point. He had kind of preemptively taken himself out of consideration for that. I think he's going to change his mind when Trump offers him what he wants. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Because at this I think- point, he was. I think he was... Uh, he was up for like maybe the Secretary of Health and Human Services or something like that. He didn't want to do that job, mm-hmm. you know. 
I think it would, I think it would be a mistake for Carson to not be a part of it because literally I'm not you know outside of that I don't really know who else would would give him that shot and if he's I think it would be a good idea and I think it'd be a good thing for the country if he were to become a little bit more involved so well I think he's going to have to get involved with the repeal and replace of Obamacare I think they're going to that's what they're going to use him for it's not necessarily going to be a secretary position or even a high level cabinet position at all it's just going to be an advisor to Congress or an, or an advisor to the president to try to figure out what the hell we can get rid of with Obamacare and what needs to replace it. I think that's what he's going to do. Yeah, and I think that sounds like something he would be a good fit for, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a doctor for however many years. I mean, of course, he knows that business, and it is a business, whether people like it or not, you know, and it's not going away. So no. you need somebody in there that really can give you a no BS assessment. And when he wakes up he can do that <laughs> i was gonna say yeah plenty of uh plenty of naps for him in between we'll have to get him an office with a fold-out couch for sure <laughs> i don't think he needs a couch you can just sleep standing up i really do i mean half the time he looks like it get the man a futon stat <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's gonna go in the white house uh, uh, unless or the west wing unless you can make it gold they make gold futons. The gold futon. Well, Trump's not going to let anything in there that's not gold. I've never, I've never been in a Trump Tower. I don't, I don't know what kind of futons they have in there. Well, hopefully they don't have a futon. But you know, <laughs> I, I drove. Actually, I drove by one not too long ago when I was in Chicago, and it was ridiculous. And everybody was out there <laughs> hating him already. And this was way before the election. This was probably a month before the election and even took I place. I was going to say they still had the protesters out. Ahead of time. No, they just never went home. They've been out there for three months. They just never went home. Good grief. Yeah, you know, they must be getting paid, right? Who else dedicates that much free time to that? Well, who? nobody has that free time. Nobody. I don't I mean, I don't. You don't. Homeless people. Well, yeah, but they didn't look homeless. That was the problem. Either that or they're, mm. they sent them to a spa day first to make sure they didn't look like homeless people. Maybe Trump Tower was sending out, like, some uh, little goodie bags, you know. Goodwill gestures. I don't know. What'd they put in it? I don't know. Like some gold soap and a gold snicker bar. <laughs> what? A gold soap and a gold snicker bar. Yeah, so then get clean and, and uh, stop being so hangry. I would throw that away immediately. <laughs> or I'd melt it down and sell the gold if it was actually gold. I'd sell that on eBay, man. Who yeah. wouldn't want a Trump Tower gold-plated snicker bar and some gold-plated soap? I mean, I'd prefer a Reese's personally, but that's you, just me. You sure would. Yeah. No, I do. I would. I would. That's my uh, my go-to. So if uh, they're listening out there at the Reese's plant, you know, <laughs> send well, some our way. That's the problem with Reese's, though, is it doesn't stop. It doesn't solve hanger the way that a Snicker bar will. I completely disagree. <laughs> I completely disagree. Have you ever had a king size Reese's? It has absolutely satisfied my hunger, but not my hanger. Well, it has mine, but I mean, it doesn't really satisfy my hanger because <laughs> I'm still angry after I eat anything. I was going to say before, after, and during. Shut up, Mike. Shut up. <laughs> there it is. Somebody get the man a Snickers. I really didn't Stag. ask for your input, all right? So what's next? We got time for just one more, one more little tidbit. So what would you like to talk about? Did you know that the on the on the very first Thanksgiving, 
the pilgrims and the Indians may or may not have eaten turkey. We're not really sure yet, but they definitely ate venison. So you said they may or may not have had turkey, but you asked the question, did you know? Yeah, did you they know? They may or may. Well, of course. They may or may not have had turkey. It was either one or the other. They did or they didn't. That's how those statements work, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but did you know that? No. No, I didn't. Did you know that we, as modern society, were unsure if turkey was consumed at the first Thanksgiving? What, they didn't have, like, a uh, a painter or something painting the first Thanksgiving? No? No one took a first Thanksgiving selfie. We're not sure what we're not sure what really happened. What was his name? Tonto? Like Tonto didn't bust out his iPhone, so he didn't have one. No, he didn't. That's too bad. But you know what he did have right after that? The Malka Seltzer? No, they massacred those poor Indians. It was almost like they fattened them up just to slaughter them. It's (laughs) kinda crappy if you ask me. The pilgrims or the Indians? The pilgrims. All of a sudden, they started attacking the Indians, and they took all their land, and now they're making billions of dollars a year. So their uh, their ancestors weren't didn't make out too well, but you know reparations, yeah, yeah. The uh, the new kids on the block aren't doing too bad. Marky Mark? No, I'm talking about music. I'm talking about the new Indians. What are they called? Native Americans. I hate to be racist. How dare you? I don't see how that's you know racist, but whatever. The Native Americans. But um, speaking of uh, massacring people, um, have you seen any of those celebrities leave town yet? No, I sure haven't. Um, I know we were talking about trying to lend a hand. You know, I'm not really great at moving. I don't even have a truck, but I was going to, you know, we were going to rent an LLMP uh, U-Haul and get over there and see, see who we could help with their with their long drive to Canada. I mean, it's not, well, I guess it's not that far from California, which is where most of these people are, so. It's not a short drive. It's, it's not a short drive, but it's definitely shorter than, like, Texas to Canada, so. How, how do you figure? The drive from California to Canada, it seems way shorter than Texas to Canada. No, well, it depends on where in Texas you are. If you're, you know, south, yeah, maybe so. But if you're north, like in, I don't know, the Dallas-Fort Worth area... <laughs> Compared to, like, San Diego, it's pretty similar in distance. You think so? Yeah. What about the, what about NorCal or Northern California? Well, that's a lot closer. But from, I'm saying. from L.A. where these Boom. people are to Northern California, it's like an eight-hour drive. Okay, it's more than an eight-hour drive from Dallas to, uh, to any part I'm of talking about from Southern California to Northern California. You know, if you go from north to south, it's a lot like Texas. You know, where you go from south to north or east to west, and you can spend an entire day in this state? Robert, Robert, all these directions are confusing me. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up, Mike. You're not Donald Trump. (laughs) You don't have the voice for it. So let's not do that again. Okay? We'll we'll see. We'll see about that. Oh, Jesus. Well, that was was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. When we listen to this later, you're going to want me to edit that out, and I'm going to leave all that in. (laughs) Do it. I'm going to. I'm going to. Pretty sure we'll get a call from the president-elect complimenting us. Well, really complimenting me on my impersonation skills. I'll probably have a cat like the first cabinet appointment for uh, impersonating celebrities. It's going to be tough to leave this podcast because I've really enjoyed my time here. But, you know, when your government calls, I feel it's kind of your responsibility to serve.
no. civic duty and whatnot. No, you decline. You decline <laughs> immediately. There is no way I would ever accept any sort of cabinet position of any kind. I don't know, man. It, I think it depends on the cabinets. There's some nice cabinets out there. No, there aren't. And I really want to see what those gold-plated futons look like. Well, I mean, I think we're going to the inauguration, aren't we? Aren't we? I think the LLMP podcast, at li- you know, it's the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. We we call it the LLMP podcast uh, for short, but the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. I think we did get our tickets. So Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were invited by the man himself. Um, yeah, I mean, you must have got the invitation, but I take your word for it. I'll... Uh, I'll make sure I get my, my, my nicest jeans ready. So Well, I meant Rudy Giuliani. We were invited by him, not by Trump. <laughs> you know. Not only not only is he in line for every cabinet position, but he's also the ticket taker at the inauguration <laughs> parade. Is he also holding the Bible that uh, Trump will swear upon? No, unfortunately that's that backstabbing John Roberts of the Supreme Court that's gonna do that. Not Rudy. <laughs> oh Rudy. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be like serving punch or something at the reception. Like, he's got, I'm telling you, he's got every job like ready to go. So he's going to have to do something. Nice. Awesome. Looking forward to it. We'll see where he finally lands. Lands. He might be the first like triple or quadruple appointee in history. So. Oh, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? It'd be awesome. We'll pay him. We'll pay him a higher salary than the president. It'd be great. Well, we're already going to because Trump is going to take one dollar. Yeah, or whatever that's he true. said. That's true. I don't buy that either. You don't think so? No, I think it's going to come out like at the end of next year. Go, oh, we paid him his full salary. Oh, it's okay, Robert. We'll just check his tax returns and we'll get it all straightened out. Yeah, when are we going to see those, by the way? <laughs> the IRS is still auditing the president-elect of the United States. Can he not just say, hey, hole, stop it? I don't know. We Time will tell. This is a this is a good time to be in podcasting. It's a good time for everyone, <laughs> actually, Mike. Everyone. That's right. Whether you're in podcasting or just listening to it on iTunes or SoundCloud. Or following us on Twitter at LLMP Podcast. Or checking us out on the World Wide Web at LLNP Nope LLP Podcast.com. Very Boom. good, Mike. Very good. Well, seeing how we've just plugged all of our social media links, I think now's a good time to end. So, All right. Well, it's been fun hanging out with you guys, as always, and we'll be back next week with some more broadcast excellence. Thanks for joining us. 